2: Hello guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, there are a couple of rumors getting around about a couple of new signings for clubs heading into next year. There's two floating around about the Canterbury Bulldogs and one about the Gold Coast Titans. We'll get into the Doggies ones first because I find these two really interesting. The first one is, and I'll just stress to you guys as well, these are only rumors. There has been nothing um, that has shown that these are factual. These will definitely go ahead. But these two Bulldogs ones, there, is, there has been a bit of chat around these two, and I wouldn't be surprised if both of these are true. And I think both would be Cracking signings for Canterbury. The first one is Andrew Davey from the Manly Seagulls. Now, if you've been watching Manly play uh, for the vast majority of the year, you would have noticed Andrew Davey on the left edge for them. He has been sensational all season. He's kept Josh Schuster out of this team, essentially. Now, if I would have said to you at the end of last season that Josh Schuster, when he was available, he would never be considered as a starting back row at a you would have laughed at me uh, and I would have laughed at you as well if you said that. But Andrew Davey, he has played so well and so consistently this year that Josh Schuster has not even got a look in to a starting back row spot in this team. In fact, I think Andrew Davey played so well that they decided to go in the opposite direction to Josh Schuster. And last week, uh, the week before last week, when got were available, were unavailable, uh, they actually went in the direction of Ben Troivich before Andrew Davies. So I think it shows the importance that Andrew Davies had on this manly side. He has been sensational all season. It's been a bit of a mixed bag with that left edge. They started off there with Ethan Bullimore to kick off the season. Andrew Davies then eventually got that spot. Josh Schuster has come back since then, hasn't even got a look in on that edge. It's been a very disappointing season for Josh Schuster. If the Bulldogs do sign Andrew Davies, I think it'll be a great get. You've got to remember, Davey, he was playing for the Parramatta Eels two years ago, absolutely killing it for me. And I said at the time on the podcast... I thought he was out playing Sean Lane and Ryan Madison, who, Madison, I was calling for him to play Origin that year. I thought Sean Lane was playing better than him. I thought that Andrew Davy was playing better than him at the back end of the season. And Sean Lane, who is an incredibly talented back rower, I also thought Andrew Davy was playing him under the table. And we've now seen what Maddo's gone on to do. He's gone on to play Origin. And we've seen what Sean Lane's done this season. He's been incredible. For me, I thought Davy was out playing both of them at one point. He then had the ACL injury. He'd gone to Manly. All of last year was rehab, essentially. He's come back this season. You've got to remember, he's coming off an ACL injury as well. It should take a lot more time for Andrew Davey to get back to the level he is. So I think if Canterbury have signed him, and they've got him heading into next season, I think it's going to be a great signing because you'll start to see Andrew Davey and his body returning to his very best, uh, which could be absolutely anything for Canterbury. So if this one is true, great signing. Do they need Andrew Davey? I'd question if they do. I think their depth in the back row is incredible. Uh, you look at the team that ran out yesterday. They had Tavito Pango Jr. They Jackson to Pine, who I love to Pine. I think he has to be in this team moving forward. You got Josh Jackson as well playing on the edge there. I think they moved Tavita into the middle. You got Raymond Faitala Mariner, who didn't play. There's a couple of other guys in this team. Corey Waddell's still there. He'll be back next season, obviously. So, did they need Andrew Davy? I'm not sure if they desperately needed him. I don't think it solved a problem. But he's a guy that I definitely think can have a huge career at Canterbury moving forward if they have signed him, and I think Manly would be pretty upset to lose Andrew Davey because I personally think he's been one of their more consistent and reliable players throughout this entire season. So if that one is true, it's a signing that I don't think solves a problem for Manly. But he is a great player who I'm pretty uh, doesn't solve a problem for Canterbury. He's a great player who I'm pretty confident uh, he can be a starting player at Canterbury and can have real impact for them. Great defensively, great in offense as well. Good guy to have your team he's been through shit he's a late bloomer a fantastic sort of character to have in your team so a good signing by canterbury if true remains to be seen remains to be confirmed but if they have got their paws and andrew davy from the manly seagulls formerly from the Parramatta eels bit of an older head been through a bit of shit heap of experience playing great footy this year coming back with an acl injury he'll be better moving forward i think it's a great signing by canterbury and well done to feel good for landing this one now the other one, and probably the one that interests me a little bit more, is Franklin Pelé. Now, we spoke about him at the start of the year. He's been an absolute juggernaut over there in the gym at Shark Park, reportedly, doing some unbelievable things. Yet to play first grade, Franklin Pelé, I believe. I don't think he's made his debut yet. If he has, he played off the bench for a couple of minutes, but I don't think he's really made his debut yet. Uh, Franklin Pelé, do your own research there, though. Franklin Pelé's been playing for the Newtown Jets this year, and he has been coming up with some unbelievable numbers. Uh, I'm not going to say he's as good as Payne Haas, but if I had to put him or compare him to someone else in the NRL at the moment, it would probably have to be him, that's the sort of footballer this guy is he is immensely talented I am very surprised uh, that they've let him go, that one has really, um, really shaken me to be honest with you, Uh, just on the weekend, played 40 minutes for the Jets off the bench, ran for 114 odd metres, 10 hit ups there, a couple of tackle breaks, an offload and he's been doing this all year, I I'm very surprised that um, the Cronulla Sharks have let him go. Obviously, the Sharkies, they're pretty stacked in the forward pack. uh, But, I mean, Andrew Fafida, I don't think he's got too many years left in him realistically. Uh, A couple of other guys like Aidan Tolman and stuff also haven't really got that long left in them. So I'm a little bit surprised that they have released him. But if you get an opportunity, go and type in Franklin Pele, have a look at uh, his highlights from this year because they have been... Unbelievable. Some of the tries he scored are very Payne Haas esque. I'd say they're even more damaging than Payne Haas at times. Uh, Incredible stuff. Go and have a look at some of those highlights. Just having a look. Sorry, he has made his first grade debut. I apologise for that. He played one game uh, last year. Didn't really play very big minutes, though. Uh, Made 15 odd tackles, had a couple of runs, 30 metres he ran for. So he has made his first grade debut, sorry, uh, which was last year, but hasn't played since then and has reportedly now signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs. Now they are losing a couple of they're obviously losing losing Paul Vaughan he will leave uh, so Franklin Pele he'll be very handy for them to have in this side they lost they lost Renault for Tony last year as well so to bring Franklin Pele into this team I think it'll be a great signing and I think he's one guy with a huge future as I said if you don't know who I'm talking about Franklin Pele go and have a look at some of his highlights he's able to do things that other front rowers can't do that other footballers can't do a couple of times I think he scored tries from about 60 or 70 metres out just on his own essentially so very talented I do wonder at times why he hasn't played much first grade. Um, He played the one game I didn't even realise he played that game to be honest with you. I completely forgot about that but I do wonder why since then he hasn't played first grade because he's been killing it in New South Wales Cup. He's been one of the better players down there every single time that I've watched him. So it does surprise me he hasn't played any first grade. Now yes as I said before, the Sharks team is absolutely stacked. But throughout this season, there's been weeks where Toby Rudolph's been missing. There's been weeks where Wade Graham's missing, where Cam McInnes, Dale that. Like, they've had an array of injury suspensions and whatnot throughout this season. Hamlin Uele was out for a very long time, so I do wonder why this kid hasn't got a shot. Maybe it just hasn't worked out with their squad, with their roster and whatnot, but it makes me wonder if maybe there's an attitude or something a little bit deeper than this because it doesn't quite make sense to me why this guy hasn't played more first grade than what he has. So interesting to watch this one. From what I've seen though, and this is all speculation from me, just wondering why he hasn't played more first grade. I think he's incredibly talented. I think Canterbury have got themselves a really good one here without knowing him or seeing him train or anything along those lines. Just from what I've watched in New South Wales Cup, I think he could be really damaging. I don't think he'll be a big minute front row forward. I don't think he'll be like Matt Maxi King. I think he'll be a guy that you bring off the bench uh, and he could have huge impact. I think he could be potentially a bit more consistent and a better version of Tevita Pango Jr., to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if over the next 18 months or two years they let TPJ go because this guy really comes into his own and makes that that really explosive X-factor off the bench sort of role his own at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Once again... These two signings are not confirmed. This is a lot of speculation and rumours getting around Rugby League. Uh, But the sources I've heard from reportedly think they're pretty much on the money. So keep an eye on the Canterbury Bulldogs signing those two guys moving forward. Now the other one is a Gold Coast Titans signing, which has sort of come out of the blue for me, Sam Verrills. Once again, reportedly, all rumor do don't know if true, but I think it'd be a good get for the Gold Coast Titans, and it's been a bit of a shit fight with the Titans as far as their hookers go. Um, I listened to Justin Holbrook on the weekend. He was asked before their game about Aaron Clark, and um, his quote was something along the lines of, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll get the actual quote before bloke in a bar because I want to talk about it. He essentially said, oh, you know, we wanted Aaron Clark to always be our thirteen. We wanted him to be there earlier. That's his better position, but we needed a hooker there, and... It kind of shits me because as I'm sure you guys remember me talking about on the podcast December last year, he came out and said, Aaron Clark is our nine no matter what. And that
0: just made... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: No sense to me. He was never a nine. He's been more impressive at 13 than what I anticipated, no doubt about it. But we always said he is not a hooker. And for Holbrook to now come out and say that oh, well, we always wanted him to be 13. It's like, no, you came out in December and said he was your nine and there was nothing that could change your mind there. So I don't like the way that Holbrook's backtracking there. But they've just found Aaron Booth. They've finally given him an opportunity. Granted, the Titans aren't winning games of football, but there's a good chance you could put Cameron Smith in at nine the Titans wouldn't win games of football at the moment. I genuinely think that Aaron Booth has probably earned the opportunity to stay there and earn his spot in that team. For them, does them go and sign Sam Verrills? I don't know. It just seems a little bit... Um, are up and down for me in saying that. I don't know who their next nine is, so maybe it is a good one. I just feel a little bit sorry for Aaron Booth, who's been very patient there, waited his time. He's got his opportunity. I think he's shown what he is worth. They still haven't played him for big minutes there, which I think long-term they probably should. But on the other hand, Sam Beryl's... um He's a guy that was playing in a grand final only, what, three years ago? He was the first try scorer in the 2019 grand final. Very, very handy for the Roosters since then. There's been pretty much injury plagued since then that has sort of derailed the the last two or three years of his career, it's been very unfortunate, but with Brandon Smith arriving at the Chooks, uh, maybe it will be a good opportunity for him to move on. Personally, if I was Sam Verrills, I, h- I hope he's getting a big day, a big payday at the Gold Coast Titans, because I th- I would have thought there would have been a number of clubs that would have been very keen to get him on their books. I mean, I think there's a shortage of real quality nines in this competition at the moment. Uh, Parramatta, they're letting go of Reed Marnie, obviously, they've signed Josh Hodgson, um, but I mean, he's coming off an ACL injury. I would have thought that maybe shifting a little bit of money that you lose off Isaiah Papaliti, these sort of guys, might have been worthwhile trying to get your paws on a Sam Veros. A couple of other clubs that I think could have really done with a handy hooker like him. I think the Dolphins. Granted, they've signed Jeremy Marshall King, but I thought, you know, considering the amount of stars they haven't signed, I thought Sam Veros might have been another good one to get their hands on. Uh, But the Gold Coast Titans... You know, he, he's a good player. Sam Verrills, no doubt about it. I do feel a little bit sorry for Aaron Booth, though. Uh, but hopefully Sam Verrills can go up there and he can play out the rest of his career uh, the way that we expected it to because he showed us so much talent early, but injury has sort of just derailed it. Once again, though, Sam Verrills to the Titans, along as Andrew Davey and Franklin Pelé to the Canterbury Bulldogs. All rumours, all speculation. Uh, from what I've gathered, sources are pretty solid on the Bulldogs. One, I'm a little bit... Um, 50-50 on whether the Sam Verrills one is true. We'll see how that one plays out over the next few months. But a couple of interesting little signings to watch there. Just thought I'd give you my take on those rumors. Completely unconfirmed, nothing in concrete. Guys need to stress that 100%. But if they do come through, I think the two Canterbury signings are really good and really interesting. I think the Sam Veryl's one could be a really good signing for them if Veryl's, you know, can overcome all these injuries. But personally, I would have liked to have seen them invest in Aaron Booth because they fucked around with him enough as it is. Uh, and I really do think he's been impressive for the Titans, despite them not winning games recently. Hold up.